Let's give him something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. Look how much. Hey, good morning. Hello. Hey, good morning. We got that intro down. And sounds are good. So, we're, you know, our goal is to get started as quick as possible without tech issues. Um, apologies to anybody that's that's like waits for us to start at 930. You should always know that. Well, you probably everybody probably does know this with, with us. Just wait like 10 or 15 minutes until we get our you figure everything out on the back end. Yeah, because otherwise it, we either figure it out um beforehand mm-hmm. or we figured out when when we're on the air yeah. and i think the latter is far more annoying um but uh it's it's kind of it's uh i'm looking forward to this one tim's gonna join us in a few minutes um he's that, coaching class right now yeah huh? yeah he is and in the, uh starting late is my fault my apologies um i was running late this morning so um but anyway i i wanted to uh um, get with Zia, Zia's OG, uh, CrossFit counterculture down in San Diego-ish, in Encinitas, a little bit north of that. Um, very beautiful area. I've not been to your gym. I'm looking forward to visiting it. And I may do that this year because we like to do we like to do a San Diego trip every year. So we'll come down and drop in. Love Maybe can we, if we come down, can we borrow some kettlebells? Take, yeah. take them down to the beach. <laughs> Borrow some kettlebells? You mean you don't want to work out in her gym? <laughs> it's, an inside, it's an inside joke that I'm going to get in trouble for later. <laughs> I'm curious about this inside joke. Yeah, no, you, no you're not. We got to move quickly on the subject <laughs> so it doesn't get clipped and put out there. Um, but it, uh, yeah, because I've, I've had that, we've had that request here, by the way, where people want to take equipment. I'm just like, you know, as affiliate owners, I could have the oldest, nastiest piece of equipment in the corner of the gym. But if you ask me to borrow it for something and take it out of my gym, <laughs> I'm like, it's just like no uh, shot. Uh, yeah. My toys. Yeah. You don't like sharing your toys. <laughs> yeah. It, that, that's what it is. I think it's kind of that we don't like sharing our toys. Like I'm very like I know every piece of equipment in here. My wife is better or worse, I should say, at that. She knows everything yeah. in this gym. Yeah. She's got like in a uh, equipment list in her head. Yeah, we just we just bought these. Uh, by the way, great. We went online and found these uh, basically handstand push-up mats. So we've in the past we use. I don't know what you guys use for handstand push-ups. You know, everybody likes a little padding. And so we used to have a, a partner in here that was leasing from us space for his jujitsu mm-hmm. business. When he left, he left us five of his old jujitsu mats. And they're like, uh, they're like three foot by five foot, something like that. Yeah. Or they're, you know, a little, a little bigger than that. Like yeah, six, some six, are like six three, feet, four yeah. feet. But they're really nice for handstand pushups because they got that de- nice density where your hands don't sink in, but then your head doesn't get whacked. And people love them. But they each one's like like 120 pounds. It's like moving around a dead body. It's like moving around a oh, stall pad. Yeah. Not that I know what moving around a dead body would be, but it, I could imagine it would. It would be. <laughs> And, and so I instead, and we've had those for years and everybody loves them, but I found these ones. I went online and found these roll up ones that are similar, right? They're nice and firm, but they're roll up and they're like one tenth of the weight. Yeah. They are fantastic. But, and they, and they come and they roll up in a ball. They're easy to store. They're easy to move around. They're awesome. They're about a hundred and I got them for 126 bucks each on Amazon. 
and I highly recommend them because they're nice and you people people love them. And you can and they you if if they're doing the open, for example, or could tape up finals, tape the mark. Yeah, line. you can tape the mark on yeah. them. Like if they're big enough to where you can put the mark on them, so they, they don't have to stress about that. Um, but um, they come also with a band that that goes around them. It's just an elastic band that goes around them. So we got two of these things to test them. Is that first. what those bands were? Yeah, I saw those elastic bands hanging. I was like, what? where did yeah. those come from? Yeah, so there's a, I don't know where you saw them hanging. Where'd you see them hanging? On the whiteboard. <laughs> when? This morning when I opened. Oh, they were. I mean, we used the mats today, so it's well, not I know, like the band. But, yeah. What? What is the band? What's the band for? Well, the band just—it's like an elastic band. It keeps band it all together, together so that you can pick it up and move it oh, around. Oh, okay. Like, these things, gotcha. Literally two days later, those bands are gone. My point being that Yvonne oh, you noticed, <laughs> yeah, Yvonne noticed that the bands were gone, and she sent emails oh, to. The, well, talk to him. Sounds like he knows where they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Whoever whoever closed last <laughs> yeah. night found them and put them on the uh, whiteboard with the uh, with the markers on. <laughs> all right, Jamie's disavowing knowledge of knowing where that they were there. <laughs> okay, so we, uh, if Yvonne is listening, which she might be on uh, Facebook. Yvonne, we found the bands. Yes, they're they're they're. <laughs> well, she knows where everything is uh, in this gym, and when she, and which is great. That's just you guys know. You have a skill that's like that. You want to know where everything is. You don't want to lose. I hate it when equipment's missing. Um, so, so you can't borrow a kettlebell from her gym when you go down to visit. I'm um, not as uh, particular about gym equipment leaving the gym. <laughs> well, so anyway, so I, I, um. So the if everyone, this is. I, I hope this is the last discussion this week on the yeah. affiliate fees. Um, I, I did want to get Zion because he has been around. She's OG, been around a long time, and and, uh, and then Tim's going to come on. He's been around a long time, and we, we, we I think our, all of our kind of opinions on it are slightly different. Um, though we're in alignment with our support for CrossFit, and Tim yeah. when he. When, Tim, I tell you right now, when he when he first found out about it, he was like, he sent me angry texts. I was gonna say, I could see Tim being upset. Oh yeah, he's you know he's OG OG, and he 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 got started in his garage. You know he he was scraping by trying to take care of his family, and so that five hundred dollar amount was significant to him. So he'll give you some perspective because he's come around on the whole process. Five hundred dollar amount? No, he start. I'm sorry, that's right. Yeah, he started at a thousand. Okay, okay. I, I started at five hundred. My affiliate fee was like twenty five hundred or two thousand. Yeah, and what and year that did was, you start? I affiliated in two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Twenty. Yeah. It was two thousand probably. Yeah, I think then. it was two thousand. Yeah. Zia, what'd you start at? If we can ask. Uh, we're at a thousand. You're at a thousand. And what year did you start? Two thousand nine. Wow. Okay. All right. So it went from so so ours was we officially affiliated in two thousand six. So it was five hundred, and then it they went it went up a hundred percent because everybody loves these percentage numbers. It's what the it's going up fifty percent. It's a nice tagline. It's going up seventy percent. So affiliate fees for Zia, she should be really mad at me. Yeah, you kind of because yeah, we were five hundred bucks, and then you know, and then her fees went up a hundred percent. But and then and then what's different here is, and I'm gonna take ownership of some of this. The, the they're no longer grandfathering and they're no longer going to. So, f- and what they're going to do is if for us, so for, for Diablo, we're going to go up to, I think we go up to 2,500 the first they're, year. They're easing you into yeah, it but versus it, just And it's jumping. not until my affiliate fees renew, which are the, you know, the their third month of, or the third quarter of next year. Uh-huh. Then our, that's when our affiliate fees go up. So it's not immediate. 
and it, it's not as dramatic as everyone portends it to be. Um, and and I I may get some pushback on that, but it, you know, switching to a monthly with no interest is pretty is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's a if anyone thinks it's this is a cash grab by CrossFit. There's no overnight there, 15 million or however much money people calculated on an estimated 20 million, whatever it is, that's not going into their bank accounts tomorrow. Yeah. This is a two to three year process. This actually, this process that they're doing of raising affiliate fees should give people hope, hope for longevity of the current management team. Because it's going to take time for this to affect the, the uh, financials of CrossFit. Why? Because a lot of people, a lot of affiliates, including us, I'm going to switch to monthly. If you're offering me, you know, when I go in, if I buy a, you know, if I bought a car and I could get the same price by putting cash down 100% or just making payments of the same amount, no interest, it's a no brainer. It's a a no brainer. I want my money in my pocket. They, they shifted that. This last year, didn't they? Yeah, they when they did. allowed the the payments, yeah, but they, they, allowed, but they it, allowed the payments at twenty percent. So you were paying a good mm-hmm. premium to be able to do that. Which, okay. in my opinion, is more of a ca- cash grab than raising the affiliate You're fees right. to market value. That's a good. It point. is. So they so all a ton of affiliates are going to switch to monthly. Yeah. So instantly, your cash flow drops. Your monthly cash flow drops. And then it's going to get spread out, you know, and, and very few people are January to January. So whatever mm. your f- fiscal year is for your business, yeah, like this is spread out over a few years. So uh, everybody's, I, uh, almost everybody, uh, many, many people will switch, mm. um, including us, yeah. just, just because it's the, the smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, and then the, so, so that's a, that's an added benefit for affiliates. And then we're going to, we go to 2,500 and then the next year we go to 4,500. And the first year, the 2,500, 500 of that, I can use towards certification for either myself or for someone else. That's, that's kind of cool. It kind of eases the the burden of the extra. Yeah. For the first year, it eases the burden. And then it it, is that, so that doesn't carry forward afterwards. No. Okay. So it's just the one. I misread it when I first read it and I thought it did. And that's where Tim got all pissed off. No, it doesn't. We were getting screwed. It's only the first year. Um, but again, um, so if they switch to monthly, it's still a lot of instant cash. Not nece- No, not necessarily. Because then they would have like well, more consistent flow income because it's now coming in monthly versus waiting for your annual to, to run out. Oh, I guess so. Right. Yeah, I guess you know it, it. It improves their. It I guess it improves their cash. It makes their cash flow more more consistent. More, yeah, more, more yeah. predictable, but not necessarily a lot of instant cash. Yeah. Um, no. because here's here's why Wad Zombie, because people will only get to switch when their dues are up. Oh, okay. Like so, I can't. I'm not switching to monthly until now. you. I can't until switch your dues are up. until Got my it. dues are up, and then I switch. Yeah, makes sense. And then instead of getting twenty five hundred dollars from me, CrossFit's going to get what is that? Two hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. They're going to get two hundred dollars. So and so, whatever it is, is like August of next year. Instead of getting twenty five hundred bucks from me, they're getting two hundred bucks from me. Mm-hmm. And then every month. Yeah, and every month. So instantly, your cash flow, their cash flow for the month of October is is you know twenty. Twenty three hundred dollars less instant. Mm-hmm. Just that's one affiliate. Yeah, 
And if every affiliate does it, it's going to be, that's a big change. Yeah. Um, but the, um, so the, the, I, I, I'm doing all the talking and I hate when I do all the talking and you're breathing, breathing at all. Oh, yeah. But I'm not, I'm in and on, I'm trying to avoid that. I'm trying to talk a little <laughs> faster cause I'm so self-conscious now that Pedro and everybody's made fun of me for, Oh, get over it. And I know but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm self-conscious about it. But Zia, what are your, give me your overall take on the Philippines. Cause you're the, you're, you, you surprised me a little bit too how quickly you were on board with this. I feel like this is long overdue. I've been saying it for years that the affiliate fee needs to go up. Um, the, you know, barrier of entry to own a CrossFit needs to be more than what is it now? $3,000 and a level one, mm -hmm. um, you know, as inflation, I've raised my prices many times since I've opened the gym. Yeah. Uh, and CrossFit hasn't raised their prices at all. And I've known, you know, it's no secret that CrossFit's struggling financially. Like they announced it this past week, but anyone who's paying attention knows that, you know, it's been a long haul for them. Well, they, they're working with revenue from 2011. Yeah. Um, people oh, say, well, point. they raised the rates. They're bringing in $60 million from affiliates now. And it's like $60 million for an international company to progress and move forward and forging elite fitness is not that much money mm. when you think about it and so i mean it's In no they can't do marketing for us no they can't offer more services for affiliates no they can't do any of that stuff no they cannot afford to put espn back in the picture for the games they don't have any money um In so i i've always thought it needed to go up every it um, I agree. And that's one of the things here's what I, I met with Don a year and a half ago. I had the, the privilege to be able to meet with him or a year ago, I think it was a year ago. Um, and in that discussion, he asked kind of what, what kind of things do you think we should, we should do? One of them I said is you guys need to stop grandfathering rates. Yeah. yeah. I adopted the grandfathered rates model because CrossFit did it with us. Um, in the very beginning with Diablo, I adopted that methodology. And the challenge was um, that as my expenses went up and my um, investment in the business went up, my newer members were having to bear the burden of that increase. And the um, and and it created it created a little bit of animosity in the gym, especially as they found out you know newer member older members were were not good at keeping it a secret. Yeah. It's almost kind of flaunting. Oh, they, it. oh, they were. There's people. Out there. Oh, my rates. And, and when, and and they, and I would get members, newer members, asking me, "Well, I heard some members in this gym are only paying $110 a month. Why am I paying, you know, 175?" Yeah. And and that's painful. That's hard to explain. Well, they were here first. Yeah, but they're getting the same level of service. Mm -hmm. They're getting this using the same equipment. They're getting this. You know, the coaches. You know, they're getting the same time with the coaches. And. And I uh, and 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 for us, we we couldn't continue to put that burden on the newer members coming in um, because we wouldn't get newer members. Mm -hmm. So by raising the rates for the members, uh, for our grandfathered members, and we did it over a two-year period of time, raising those rates for older members, we were able to maintain a uh, a more cost-effective 
membership rate for for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. We don't have to raise rates as fast. Yeah. Um, what just quick question? What caused them not to increase the rates? Because I mean, Craig Diablo grandfathered in originally at five hundred. Zia, you were at a thousand. My affiliate CrossFit Burn in two thousand ten was two thousand. Then it went to three thousand. Why did it stop from two thousand eleven till now for them to increase the rates? That's a good question. I don't know why. It's an excellent question. Um, I mean, we, everybody should have seen it coming if that's the case. It, I mean, I, I, if we just look at that fact alone, and people are upset, it's like, well, they haven't. They've historically done it, yeah, more frequently than they're doing it now. And part of that might have been because Greg was focused on other things before mm. he ultimately sold it. He was checked out a little bit on the affiliate side. Well, I, well, here's the other. Thing. That's a good point. Yeah, here's the other thing. The the company was profitable. Was it was it was yeah. it was it was nicely between L ones and everything else between two thousand eleven between yeah, two thousand eleven two thousand eighteen it was profitable. In 2018, the company generated 38 million from affiliates. Training certifications um, was uh, 38 million, so uh, virtually the same amount, right? So that's mm-hmm. almost 80 million. And then uh, the games were uh, generated uh, 14 million. Um, and this is from a document. By the way, that was entitled uh, "Caretakers of the Forest," and um, the and so those numbers are those are actually that's actually more revenue than we generated last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until 2015 because it, they were they were still continuing to add affiliates aggressively all the way up until 2015, and that's when they they peaked. Mm-hmm. And then the number of affiliates started to decline. Yeah. The number of new affiliates, I yeah. should say that. I mean, let me just add that. That's the number of new affiliates started to decline. The total number of affiliates didn't hit a negative mark until after 2018. Then it started. Then they started to recede. In other words, the total number of affiliates started to decline in 2018. So the, the acceleration stopped, mm-hmm. and they, every year they were adding less and less new affiliates. And then certifications started to drop, to drop as well. Yeah. yeah. And the games um, uh, were grew from that time, from 2010 until 2018, grew significantly, and carried uh, the the bulk of expenses of the company. That's not a a condemnation of the CrossFit Games on my part, because I love the CrossFit Games, and they had a significant amount of value. And one of the things I think affiliates, I think, need to get over is the fact that all you can't expect the three divisions of CrossFit to all be profitable all the time. Yeah. Very few companies do yeah. that. There are times... Very few people, companies have three divisions. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's right. Three, three operating divisions. And there are there is added value within the CrossFit games that is worth paying for. Mm. It is a, you know, I've said this multiple times. This is my mantra. The games in the open are a unique and distinguishing characteristic of CrossFit. They allow us to, to essentially prove out um, that the, the, the definition of fitness, increased work capacity across broad time and mobile domains. Like we get to demonstrate exactly what it is and it draws a lot of attention. A lot of people added a lot of members or heard of CrossFit for the first time because of the CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. And so, and what's really cool now, and Dave said this in his 
weekly review just the other day that the games now are self-sufficient. He's gotten to the point where it is the games, the open in the and the games pay for themselves. They're not a drag on. So it's earnings. not. It's not like the affiliates are paying for the games now. No, because that's that was the case before, right? That's right. Yeah. So that's that's positive. And anybody that asks, hey, where are the? Hold on a second. Got to restart computer. Oh, Tim. Tim trying to get in. Yeah, I've got to restart my computer to be right there. Oh, this is this is. Here we go. That's not a good sign. <laughs> um, but but anybody, um, it so so they're in a good position. Yeah. And then the other th thing that people, you know, all of a sudden suddenly want to know is where are they spending all of this money? Where was that question ten years ago? What? That's right. right. Because it was a, it was a lot more money. <laughs> exactly. Was so much more money. And, and, and nothing was done for the affiliates 10 years ago. Yeah. The facts, I mean, but I mean, also into their defense, um, what is CrossFit doing with all this money? Did you guys attend either of the town hall uh, meetings? Yes, I did. The last I one was did. yesterday. Yeah, they pretty much laid it out what their you know immediate plans to do with that funds yes. is, and I think they did an okay job with explaining exactly where that money was going to be going. Um, and then people just started complaining about like, well, they're not. Uh, the, uh, the, the only the only thing the, yeah the only thing about having thirteen thousand affiliates you have thirteen thousand voices you have thirteen thousand yeah. voices yeah. yeah. And 13,000 opinions. And some um, of them are going to be angry. Right. And from various different backgrounds. Yeah. And I can, you know, I've got, I've got tremendous amount of corporate experience. I've, I've worked in middle management before. I've worked in senior management before. Um, even C-level management. And I can tell you right now, I do not want that job. Like it's, <laughs> it's, why, it's why I really enjoy being a, an affiliate owner. And it's because, and, and it's one of the things that I, that I feel is not incumbent upon affiliates if you want to do this if you're signing up and you're signing that affiliate agreement you are binding yourself to a contract to support the method method methodology and the company going forward if you don't want to do that that's okay just take yourself just remove your affiliation mm -hmm. and be jamie lee's gym jamie lee's functional fitness gym jamie lee's community fitness gym <laughs> <laughs> so i i think it's important that that we you, you know you have if you have not met every there's more opportunity katie will uh, katie zia will agree with this because we have katie now that you have tons in the in the west region we have tons of places in order to vent frustrations get yeah. feedback get feedback heard which wasn't there before no absolutely yeah. not i guarantee you conversations that Zia has had with Keith Hogan, our Western Regional Manager, or conversations that Tim has had or I have had have made their way to Austin, the guy who runs all of affiliates, mm -hmm. and maybe even and likely have been the topic of conversation with the CEO. Don, yeah. It was never possible before for any affiliate. Tim, welcome to the podcast. It sounds like it's buzzing on your end. Is it buzzing? My computer, the fan's running. I'm about to be buzzing. <laughs> okay. I think it's definitely your mic. You, there's definitely your mic. You gave me this mic. Yeah, but you, you, you fucked it up is what happened. All it's, I did was plug it in. 
it, okay, it's really bad. <laughs> it's, terrible. it's buzzing terribly so unplug it completely okay good now switch your now switch your mic because we can't hear you talking now switch your mic and your settings um on your computer i was gonna say if it doesn't work he should just go to his computer yeah <laughs> take the mic out of it for today and put your mic setting on on the proper setting and plug it back in and try it again. But the, um, is it, the that's the beauty of affiliation is like you're not if you're a franchise. By the way, you can't get out of a franchise. Yeah. Without spending a lot of money and paying your attorney. Yeah, you have to pay out. <laughs> yeah. There's you know, and and so that's that's one of the beauties of affiliation. And um and and it's you know if you decide not to come along for the ride, don't come along for the ride. Mm -hmm. We, the, one of the things that I think is powerful is the number of affiliates that we have. And if we all get on board and, you know, I don't want to sound like that cheerleader, or, but if we all got on board and we all really got excited about what we're doing every day and what CrossFit plans to do for us, a little bit of optimism, I think we, we, we all have the ability to turn this whole thing around. It's a glass half full kind of situation. Right. I mean, it's a great way to look at it because it's going up. So yeah. 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 Might, as well, might as well have that. You can, especially with monthly, give it a yeah. try. Tim, what was your first reaction to the, to the affiliate fee increase? So you have no, his, his mic is off. Oh, wait, off no, now. it's just muted here. Let me, I unmute. can't, I can't unmute him either. You can't. Mm-mm. Unmute mic. Oh, Tim, unmute your mic. Select unmute. I think no. he's got to go into the settings to change. You got to go mic. in your settings and change your mic. No. I, was he? What did, did I predict this or not? <laughs> yeah, we did. We talked about it. No, we did call it. But it wouldn't be a podcast <laughs> with Craig unless there was at least uh, two <laughs> oh. difficulties. You could say it's better this time around since I'm here today, right? It is. It is. I will say it. It is. I will Granted, say that. the first time you were on, I definitely screwed it up. Tim, go into your. So, so, yes, now we got you. Yeah, bingo. And it okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, no buzzing. Okay, no buzzing. I don't know. It's probably something I did. Um, well, I'll tell you before I tell you the, the first reaction, because what you said about like with all those people and getting involved. Um, and being a part of it, it just made me think of uh, my big fat Greek wedding. And do you remember the she was complaining about uh, to her mom about like her dad or something like that? And she goes, "Yes, yes, the man is the head of the family." He goes, "But you are like the neck, and you can turn the head." Right. And that's what you can do as a community, right? The community can decide, hey, this is important to me. Mm -hmm. This is important to us. And so we are going to start from affiliates focusing on something, whatever that might be. Right. If the affiliates start really hammering, like, hey, like, you know, throwing out articles and, you know, or, you know, coming together or putting together a talk about, you know, like, uh, 
big pharma, big food, whatever, right? Like whatever the cause needs to be, guess what? You're turning the head. They'll come on board. Look at what they've done with Dale, right? Like Dale did that on his own, created a program, and now the head is looking at the addiction situation, right? right. So like, you yeah. know, so that that that's what I would think of as far that's as like, a good analogy. Know, that's a great analogy of the community on the head. Like, can we really like control the head? Eh. But you could get them looking in the direction that you want. Mm-hmm. Influence, uh, influence by action. Yeah. And, yeah. and I love that. That's something that um, I've talked with Matt Schindeldecker about too, because he's got his program um, with the prisons in, well, first of all, with the probation centers, with the youth probation centers. And now he's going to set up uh, 30 affiliates in prisons throughout the state of awesome. Ohio. Like, you think Matt's going to have the ability to influence CrossFit? So when they get 30 affiliates, paying 30 affiliate fees, he will. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look at that and go, huh, maybe we need to look at other states. Maybe we need to take this program and empower other affiliates to do the same thing. That you're, that, that's, a, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Are, they, are they nonprofits that are going into prisons? No. I asked him that. He said, no, they're for, he, they're for profits. He's doing it. He's going to organize and run it. So he's going to pay a crew, and which requires him to be able to pay. So he said, oh, setting up yeah. a nonprofit was just, it, it was difficult. He goes, I've already got it approved as right. it is, as a for-profit. And right. he goes, to change it would be just a, would, could create significant complications. Right. Oh, good for him. Uh, my first reaction uh, was, as you know, jeez, um, man. <laughs> is that how it works? You know, <laughs> like, I'm not quite the super OG. I don't get steps. Right. Like I don't get a, a, a step. Right. I was talking to a dude, a guy yesterday, but like the 500 folks go to a thousand and then from a thousand, then you jump up. Right. Right. We like we jump from two, you know, from 2000 and I'm fine with it. You know, ultimately, I mean, it's not the most pleasant experience. It doesn't. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what I boiled it down to. It doesn't matter. Uh what the the decision is it's still you know what it's crossfit hq whether it's greg whether it's these guys guess what they're the worst at rolling out any announcement ever <laughs> that is only one, one announcement that's ever come over smoothly right so it's like they're like well just rip the band-aid off right like and so then you're like okay well you know and then because they know they're like well you got they got you over a barrel and they're like well what are you gonna do quit it, okay. it, admittedly, delivering a message to 13,000 affiliates, and a, and a message as complex as this that involves multiple people within their own organization. And they get, you know, they checked with a lot of people about this. Like, they didn't just do this, by the yeah. way, they didn't do this in a vacuum. They, they consulted with their regional managers and they consulted with affiliate owners. They could, there's a whole lot of going on. So then, of course, that information starts to leak out. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like wondering what what they're going to announce. They can't keep this a secret. They can't even control the information in their own organization. I can't control it. I told people at Diablo, if you want a secret to be kept in this gym, do not tell me because I'm the worst. (laughs) I'll whisper it to somebody else. (laughs) That's the truth. Like you think about that. That's the, that's the power of community. We are a community. Community is inherent in what we do. And community means we all talk. Yeah. And, and, and so they get all, everybody's all said, well, it wasn't announced properly. Shut the fuck up. I, you know, I was coaching class and the, the email went out and one of my members had to tell me, 
good on your member. Yeah. I'm glad they told <laughs> That's the sign of a good community. You're right. Hey, we're going to send yeah. out an email to everybody. When are you going to be free so we can personalize it for you, Mr. 12,973? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It doesn't matter how they announced it. It was no. Exactly. We're going to have something bad to say on how they announced it, no matter That's how right. it was announced. It's yeah, just, 100%. The way that things work it's a heated I, I, situation and, i told and, yvonne about it and she was like oh shit like she you know again that's the reaction we should have yeah when your fee goes from 500 to 2500 to 4500 like oh shit that that nice little comfy little 500 annual fee i have is gone yes i'm i'm a little tweaked about it but then i start to think about you know I want CrossFit to be profitable and comfortable. I want the employees of CrossFit yeah. to feel excited to come into work. I want the employees of CrossFit to get a really nice bonus at the end of the year if they do their jobs. I want CrossFit to develop technology that helps us do our jobs better. I want CrossFit to have uh, data collection systems that helps them predict what's going to happen in the future. I want good Dave Castro to have a huge budget so that he can manage the whole uh, video review process better. I want a really cool CrossFit games in a location that we want to go to and that my members want to go to and view. I, like, I want all of those things. Those things cost money. And I trust right now, if anybody's met with him or listened to him, Don Fall is a smart motherfucker. Yes, he didn't come directly out of CrossFit. I'm not sure necessarily sure we want people to come directly out of here. We didn't do such a great fucking job of running this whole thing for these 15 years. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Tim the CEO. <laughs> saying, yeah, things, saying things, <laughs> saying cool, easy things that you hey, would if do. I was called to duty, man, I'd answer the call. I'd do my yeah. best. Yeah, you would. And uh, we'd all be doing burpees, you know, anytime we're late for a podcast or something like that. Well, don't start at 930 for crying out. We'd all be drinking monster <laughs> energy drinks, too. Drink monster energy. Tim, was he drink. was late, too, just so you know. Oh, Craig okay. was also late today, oh, so don't let him. <laughs> but, but, but it's easy to, um, to, on a podcast, to make criticisms and yeah. say all the things that you would do, and here's what we did in the past. This is would be better. Make me the CEO. That's just like, are you kidding me? That's a mount of CEO again. Do we want to go there? Someone, someone that, someone. No, we don't want to go there yet. <laughs> but it's. But it's like someone who is the people that are saying those things have never been in those positions before. I think like probably you don't understand the scope of things that they're dealing with on an ongoing basis. Like it's just, it's, I think those are the people that also don't know where they're going to get the extra $120 a month, which you're right. And if you can't, it, which brings us back to why they did can't. Yeah. And I, I want to remind everybody too, when it was 500 bucks, and then a thousand bucks, and and this thing was on the rapid pace of growth that it was. There were affiliates opening up everywhere. I remember mm -hmm. nonstop the complaints. CrossFit, it, it literally down the street from yes, another one. It, yes, high remember, five on your two hundred meter. Remember runs. the remember the Hawaii yep. in Lahaina. Yeah, in Lahaina. Yep. And I remember getting emails from the owner of Lahaina. Just you know, he was he was just he was devastated by it. Yeah, coaches would leave and go rent space three doors down. Because that's that's what was created. It was this, it was a, like a, a, a frenzy. I mean, that was that was Greg's kind of 
thought though is let the cream let rise the cream to the rise top. top. And there's and there's some value in that, but there also it also created a lot of anim. I think a lot of reason why affiliates didn't talk to each other for that's ten to fifteen point. years yeah. is because everybody it's was it. just just trying to freaking make it and hopefully mm. someone didn't leave i remember crossfit san francisco their head coach one of their top yep. coaches left I won't name names but it went, went open around the corner it took 30 percent of their members when they're paying 30 grand a month for rent and they took th lost 30 percent of their members that's devastating and the reason why you could do this because it was so cheap to open up an affiliate yeah you make it 4500 bucks so that those people that are bitching about i want you to go back and and look at your Go back and look at your old emails, your old angry emails that you sent to affiliate support that never got answered and, and read those emails and remind yourself. And then that, that's why the affiliate fee went up. Mm -hmm. That's what 4,500 makes it a little hard for someone to go. One of my coaches to go down the street and open up affiliates like 4,500 bucks. And now you have to have a level two, right? And now you got to have a level two. Yeah. And you have to have a level two. That's why it's seven grand. Not to mention. Insurance. Let's talk about that for a second. What, what was that, Zia? Not to mention, like, you got to open a CrossFit gym nowadays with, like, a fully stocked, ready-to-roll, beautiful facility. Right. When I opened my gym, it was like CrossFit was what I said it was. So, you know, back in the day, opening a CrossFit, you truly only needed $1,000 and mm. the ability to sign your name. Fill some basketballs up with sand. You got med balls. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing. Everybody forgets, like, I – if I – if someone wants to go open up a CrossFit and do, open up a functional fitness gym and do CrossFit, they can. Yeah. They can go get their level one. They can open it up a gym. They can call it whatever they want to call it. It just can't be labeled CrossFit. But they can do all of the things that we did. But when, Here we go. Back in my day, people didn't know who the fuck CrossFit was. Yeah. I could have been Diablo, you know, XFit. I got members off Craigslist, man. I mean, before I opened my affiliate, we had a we had a program that was called FitQuest. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can open up a gym and and build, learn all of the skills for marketing and client retention and client recruitment and all of those things f for it. You know, do that for a year or two, build it up, and then affiliate. Isn't that what the guy near you is doing, Craig? Yes, MabaFit. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, make over in Concord, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he came out of a CrossFit gym that closed, CrossFit Overwatch, and he opened up his own box. And he didn't want to. When he left, he left before they closed. He knew they were closing, but he left yeah. before, and he didn't want to make it a CrossFit gym because he didn't want to, you know, create that animosity, which is really cool. Great guy, respectful, Derek. And so he's opening up a gym, and it's it's he's now Maba Fit, and he's doing CrossFit in his gym. Mm. And Maba, by the way, I was like, well, hey, because he got beat in the on. It's it's make the make America buff again, <laughs> which is so good. But he's he's gonna get his affiliation, and he's not he's he sent me a, he texted me after this whole change. He goes, I'm getting my, I'm gonna get my level two, and I'm gonna pay the four forty five hundred bucks. I'm doing it, and he's got a thriving business. He's this this guy's CrossFit wants this guy. He's he packs him in there. I mean, he 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 needs a bigger space. He yeah, looks he, like he's, what's he in? What's he inside of? Um, it's like a, it's a, uh, is that one of the hangers over there? No, no, no. He's, uh, in Concord now and he's in a retail space. It was a restaurant. Oh, okay. But he's, he's got to move. Um, the owner's selling the building. That's great. Oh. That, yeah, that's not, oh, that's not yeah. the best kind of, movie. but he, I think, <laughs> I, 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 no, I tried to connect him with a couple people, but, um, I mean, that happened not, to Annie. Yeah. That's why Annie Sakamoto moved yeah, That's out. right. Same with uh, Nicole Christensen at, uh, CrossFit Roots. 
Yeah. By the way, if you uh, just a word of advice for affiliate owners, um, if you're going to sign a lease, sign when you're, when you're first your first lease. Make sure you got your money saved up. You got lots of money saved, and then do a three year lease. Don't do this month to month stuff. You mean don't go right into a ten year either? <laughs> well, yeah. Ten year. <laughs> make sure there's money. Make sure there's Somewhere in between, I did a ten year and almost almost lost. You it. did ten year and then found out you weren't even zoned. Yeah, it wasn't even <laughs> supposed to be there. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Well, I signed but a I mean, that's part of it, right? I signed a 10 year and it took me a year to get it. And I had to pay. I was paying double rents. I was paying where we were operating and I was paying where we just had an empty building waiting on permitting and architecture and all that stuff and planning. I paid that for probably 10, nine to 10 months, like double, like rent at two places. It was terrible. That's brutal. Yeah. My broker didn't help me <laughs> yeah. well, you learn you learn that's but, now we're going into, but, but, but then there was there was an auto renewal to be able to roll right into a five five-year extension so we're going to do that coming up in february as i one of the things that i wanted to talk about is advice that you would give new affiliate owners we're kind of on that topic so let's stay here for a second because i think that's I think knowing and understanding leases is important, but my, my number one recommendation to new affiliate owners is to do what Derek at MABA is doing. Mm -hmm. he, he reached out to me and said, Hey, we, first of all, he bought a, came over here and bought two used assault bikes and then introduced himself to me and told me what he was doing. I'm said, Hey, give me a call anytime. And I honestly, and Tim, Tim and I have talked about these kinds of encounters we've had with people. We, and we, by the way, if you do tell us, you're going to talk to us, we're, we are measuring you. Tim, yeah. Tim and I are judging you instantly Just sizing you up. As soon oh, yeah. as and we'll trade, up. we'll trade texts about the guy that came <laughs> and I told him to call me and then he never called me. And Derek followed up and yeah. met with me for an hour and a half and then followed up again and said, he wants to meet with me and Yvonne with his cool. wife. Yeah. And that's how you like you, you, the least experience that Z has had and that Tim's had and I've had right there. You like, we're going to give you just, we're yeah. going to help you avoid that big mistake mm -hmm. that you might make. So that's my that's the number one thing. That's like the number one thing as talk a new affiliate, talk to other affiliate owners, talk to affiliate owners that have made every mistake you're about to potentially make and just learn from them. And you'll still make them. You'll still make plenty. You're still going to make your first. Yeah. Or you'll find a creative way to make a new mistake, but talk to affiliate owners. <laughs> you'll, you'll find a creative way to make it. That's good. It is good. I mean, it's going to happen, but just talk to as many. I remember Craig at the games, you and I sat for like an hour and just talked about all of the mistakes that we made over the years, like all of the ridiculous things that we did starting an affiliate. And we talked for like an hour about that. Um, the, and the beauty is those mistakes that you make are the advice that you're going to give future affiliate owners. And, yeah. and which and, in the long run helps the new affiliate be better. So it right. only raises yeah. CrossFit experience across the board. Shortens well, the learning curve. Yeah. That's why it's $4,500 bitches. <laughs> you can get all these affiliate owners that have already done everything. We've already paid our <laughs> dues. You could pay up for that shit. You know? <laughs> Well, I think if I can go back to a little bit like the announcement part, I'm big on explaining, right? Like, tell me what you're thinking, you know? And I think, and, and, and here's the irony, right? Like, it doesn't matter who the CEO or management team is. They seem to suck at this, right? Like, yeah. they're not good communicators, right? No. Like, 
tell us like, okay, we're going to do these initiatives. What initiative? We're going to do these systems. What systems? We're going to do this marketing. What marketing? Right? Like yeah. how many video people are you? How many editors are you going to hire? How mm -hmm. many editors are you going to, you know, computers are you going to buy? Like if you say that, then it's like, oh, okay. I know exactly what we're doing. Oh, we're going to pay some non totally out of the realm uh, marketing company to ask a bunch of questions that have nothing to do with CrossFit, right? Then we're going to say like, well, that's stupid, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, but if you explain it, then it's like, oh, okay. And like they said, hey, you're going to pull the info from Chris Cooper, right? And you're going to be like, okay, here's the state of the industry. What happened? I don't know. It froze. My oh, no. didn't get asked. But the uh, the thing he does say, if you're going to raise rates, explain it. Say, hey, you know what? We're going to make it fair for everyone. Then I would have been way more like, you know what? That's totally fine. Like, well, yeah, they should not be pulling my weight, right? Like, right. you know, that like then it's like, well, sure, because that's exactly the way we do it here in the gym. I, right? I yes, and I and it. I don't want to make excuses, but I think the that's the well. CrossFit's like you said. CrossFit's never really been good at these types of mm -hmm. communications. They've never really wanted to do these types of communications. No matter who's at the top, too. Yeah, I mean, eighteen, right? Yeah. So, because I was going to blame it on where they came from. Um, and it, it, you know, I've, one of the things I told them is ask us for help. Ask the affiliates for help because that's why we got into this. Like we, we, it, it's inherent in our nature. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, you know, CrossFit's kind of taken advantage of our, you know, desire to help people because we just, we go out and we spend our, you know, last dime. We sign terrible leases. We do, we make all sorts of bad business decisions so we can help people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, entrusting us to help, I, that's unique, I think, for any company. Like that's having 13,000 people that run their own small business, but yet want to help this entire organization thrive um is is unique and i think it make i think it's uncomfortable for management to want to say hey we need your help you know you get it you know if that i i think if that had been the first words out of their mouth like hey look you know we have obligations to the private equity company we can't go back and change who bought this company a private by the way it's not a venture capital company for every dumbass commenter and affiliate owner out there that that continues to preach about venture capital it is not a venture cap just google this shit <laughs> it's a private equity company these are investors yes they 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 invest and they look they look for aggressive returns but it's an investment company that has a much longer runway typically than a venture capital company so that was a side note sorry i went off but the we can't go back and change who bought it we we what we can do is meet the expectations of that board and demonstrate to them that this company is worth hanging on to and being a part of for the long term. But you, we need you, the affiliate owners, we need your help to do this. Here's where we, here's where we are, are, are where we believe that we're deficient. One, the ex client experience is not consistent. We don't need to franchise. You don't all need to do what Diablo's doing or what CrossFit Palo Alto is doing. Um, or what Z is doing a counterculture, but what you need to do is create a good client experience. So when they go in for the first time, that they 
come, they enjoy it. They stay there a longer term. So that's beneficial for you. And then they tell 10 people because we know that the bulk of, re of referrals are to this business to, to CrossFit come from the affiliates and referrals from food. So you, we need your help there. And then we also need more revenue to be able to drive more people there and improve the systems and then reward our employees here that are doing a good job helping grow this thing. That's why we're doing this. We need your help. I just need a little bit of humility from their part. Yeah, a little bit of humility. And, and I think it's just that Dave's never going to ask for help. Because <laughs> he's a badass. Like the guy, like, you know, you, there's a hill to climb and 15 guys to kill at the top. Fuck, I don't need you. If you want to come and fucking help me, it'll be easier. But I'm going to go do it myself yeah. with my dog. <laughs> and Nicole Carroll, with like, Doug. Nicole Carroll is... You know, she's she's a goddess. She can just like wave her hands and make everything happen. She doesn't need us. Thank God we have her though. And so, and then Don, like he and those guys, they Don and and Jay, they come from a world of like you know everything Zoom and they're newer to the system. They're newer to this Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, Mike, you gotta show Mike's comment. <laughs> Which one? The, the Diablo this one. This guy. Yes. Berkshire vid. <laughs> but we do, we want to make, we we want, I want to make the, I, if Don wants to make the private equity guys happy, I think he feels that's important. So do I. Yeah. Would it will not make anybody. They are the head at this point. Yeah. What we, we are still the next. Let me tell you what will, what will not make anybody, any of this work and us be able to continue to do what we do so well with this amazing methodology is if, is if Berkshire gets pissed that stuff's not happening and then they divest us and there will be no white knight. The next company isn't going to come in and go, huh? <laughs> oh, I'll buy that. I can fix it. <laughs> yeah, really? Because multiple people have tried. It's a dysfunctional biker gang that does amazing things to help people change their lives and cure chronic disease. It's really freaking cool, but it's not an easy morass to deal with. Anyway, I'm venting. I mean, well, it's just like our gyms. We can't help people in our gyms if we shut down because we've managed money improperly. It's the same thing with CrossFit headquarters. 100%. We can't continue helping people if we are not a profitable business. And I tell affiliate owners when I talk to them all the time, you will help zero people if you don't know your numbers. Sit down, do your books, learn the business. It's the same thing for them. And they know that, but they need our support in that. And that's why I've been saying for years, the affiliate fee needs to go up. Agree. Um, the, one of the things that I think is, is interesting and I, you is people look at this CrossFit has and Don Fall and his team have set some really big expectations for themselves. You know, when I was managing salespeople back in the day, here we go with the story and I'll get to the point sooner than you think, Taylor. <laughs> 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 but uh, but when 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 I managed sales salespeople and they went out and bought a car or bought a house, there's a certain amount of satisfaction. I said, "Well, that's cool, man. They're you know these people are doing well, and I'm helping them." But then I also part internally thought, "Man, great! I've got some expectations. They have expectations. I know they're going to work harder because they have those things." And so you the the expectations now 
are very high. Don has said some, okay, you're raising the affiliate fees. You have literally, you're, this is like of all the things to do, this would be the most difficult thing to do. And now you've set an incredible barrier that you have to get over. Mm. You've got to satisfy everybody now. Cause even I'm going to look at them like, okay, we, we raise your affiliate fees. You got more cash flow now. Granted, it's going to take a while for it to, to level out and really hit, hit the bottom line. But let's, and you're making all these promises. Let's see what you're going to do. Yeah. Let's see it. The, the expectations are really high now for them and i like and i like that that's a big contrast right i mean that's that's the one of the things we were talking about yesterday is that's the thing that actually that's probably the the one thing that gives me the biggest hope like you were saying one of the topics right for next year you know like 2024 expectations or goals or whatever you want to have happen is like uh is to really be helpful in that sense right like that they now have a fiduciary responsibility to perform. You yes. know, before there was no responsibility. It didn't matter that there were thousands of affiliates that had not paid their fees for multiple years because Greg was still getting paid pretty good, right? Like, oh, hey, you let the, let, you know, 20% slack off. That's okay. I've got 80%, you know, like paying the bills, right? Like, okay. Uh, but whereas now, like, yeah, guess what? There, it's not just going in Don's pocket. If anything, I'd say it's better because, like, yeah, he's got to perform, you know, for someone else. So, you know, you sh it's got to go up the chain. So in that sense, from a business perspective, I actually like it. I actually that's, – That's a, that's a really know, good point. Maybe that's not a virtual lover, but I can appreciate the new structure that uh, – that the, the – the demands and expectations like you're saying on each level, right? Just like he's also uh, not quite a father figure style, but putting expectations on affiliates. Hey, you need to, you need to show up and you need to put out a good product, right? Like we're counting on you. That's the other thing too, Craig, like we need your help, but we also need your help to do a good job to make us look good, to make us all look good. That you have a responsibility, not just to go run your, you know, whatever, grind them into the dirt type of gym, right? Uh, but like, hey, are you like put, being, putting out a professional product, right? That's, that's And they won't, and the part that resonated with me is you said that like there's 20% that just, you know, are just kind of showing up or maybe someone's opening their gym or they give them a key pass and they go in. The, they, they won't, at 4,500 bucks, I doubt they'll do that anymore. Right, at 20, you know that's it's not going to be worth it. So we inst CrossFit instantly gets to to improve quality because I think a, a lot of those affiliates are just go, you know, hey, this isn't going to work for me, and that's fine, right? If you you want to have your gym, a garage gym, or your, or your small gym, or you know your no no coach gym that's a show up only, that's great. But it you know forty five hundred bucks is still going to hit your because you got to contribute to the success of all of CrossFit. And if it and, and if you can't make it, then fine, go away. But the um, we 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 know I have firsthand experience. I had an uh, email, and I may have talked about this last week. I had an email, email from a client that said, "Hey, mm -hmm. walked into an affiliate because um, his son was going to do jujitsu there, and walked in. It was there's there's dogs running around un off leash with kids in there, dog hair everywhere, filthy gym." And he said, no one said hi, no one greeted him. Every, everybody looked away. 
And it was really uncomfortable. He goes, I went and got back in my car and went away. And he goes, who can you tell anybody about that? I'm like, yeah, but God dang. And, and yeah. I can't control it. And then Zia visited a CrossFit recently. Just last week I dropped in. I'm not going to say what state or where. And I dropped in and it was the worst. <laughs> the workout was very irresponsibly programmed. I almost died. Um, <laughs> nobody was friendly. Nobody. Like it was the coach stood up front and was like, yeah, we got some drop-ins and we have some class pass people trying and cross it out and laughed, literally laughed. And was like, good luck to them. I was no. just, I mean, it probably, the class ran over like 25, 30 minutes. It was 55 minutes. And it was oh just for those people that dropped in to try CrossFit from class pass, they will never, never. in their right minds ever attempt CrossFit class ever again. Oh, and that's, that's so a bummer true. because the and they'll very tell all next the class day, pass buddies about it. And they're going to tell everybody. And the very yeah. next day we dropped into one of the best CrossFits in that area that I've ever been to three miles down the road. And those people will suffer from that experience. Yeah. From that gym. For it's sure. almost like you wish you could kind of connect those people with, Hey, try this one again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll I'll drop a you know I went into a great CrossFit gym recently because I you know I was thinking about it because I was like hey I usually think oh, like, yeah. I don't travel I don't travel very much I don't get out I don't do anything I'm just in my gym and then I started thinking about it I'm like hang on like since 2009 I've gone to a lot of gyms mm -hmm. and uh, but I just over Thanksgiving I went to Ukiah the I told him, he's like, who comes to Ukiah on vacation? And I go, it's me. I was like, I was coming to you. Because I literally looked at the map, the affiliate map, and I said, who's the farthest away from me, but yet close enough that I can get back quickly on Friday afternoon? And it was, I was like, oh, who's this? Oh, Ukiah, I'll go there. Right. Didn't know. Sent him a note. Right. Ended up dropping in. Oh, my gosh. Like he owns his building. He had a sauna. He just put in a cold plunge. Um, so like. I don't tell that to Greg. He owns, he owns it. You can stop it. He owns his building. That just pisses me off. <laughs> I know. I know. I've tried so hard to own I mean, a building. It's like renovated, so like reclaimed wood. I mean, his wife. Was, uh, like, you know, I feel like uh, that's a rare thing in California, housing. too. I mean, in dude, well, yeah, well, Ukiah is not really. I mean, Cal yeah. Ukiah is its own special little. It is. Area. Yeah, My it, mom lives great. There. So shout out to Firefly CrossFit. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, Firefly that's is cool. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, and that's and and that's the beauty. Like that's what we want. We want those Ukiahs out there. Yeah. Right, because I aspire to, you know, that's my retirement. Is a and I'm sending Craig pictures. I'm like, dude, look at this gym. This is where yeah. we need to do a retreat here. <laughs> Literally, think about think about that. By the way, like we're like I'm 15 years or 16 years into this. Tim's like 13, 14, <laughs> and we're still sending each each other pictures of CrossFit <laughs> gyms and CrossFit shit. That's cool. on vacation. It's 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 awesome, and it and that's what we should all aspire to do and to be like that that lifts up like i'll tell that story to my coaches tim probably tells it to his members and then i know my coach will be thinking shit that'd be cool yeah what a cool yeah okay then you gotta but you gotta grind you gotta pay the 40 500 bucks to get in you gotta do all and and do all the things get your certifications keep supporting crossfit because it really is freaking cool everybody wants everybody wants crossfit uh what advertising to do what advertising to do I, I want direct advertising i want advertising in my markets to drive people in really okay then you and you, even if your crossfit is really good and you're gonna get an awesome experience in your crossfit gym go drive around and check out the crossfit gyms yeah. around you remember there was that have you i mean i
I, there were one of the affiliate groups, uh, gatherings, whatever. And somebody was like, uh, CrossFit should do a Super Bowl ad. <laughs> and you're just like, Oh, I saw that this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, they just said they on. have no money. <laughs> That's a great way to spend some cash. Although, you know what would be They're really like more cool? More like Noble and like, you know, so that they can buy an ad, you know, okay. and, then, and then really go out of business. This is where, by the way, and this is going to go against conventional wisdom. This is where I value MBAs. Thank God we have MBAs. In senior management at CrossFit, because that's the most non fucking MBA thing to ever say ever. That, that <laughs> let's do a Super Bowl ad. I don't know. There's plenty of MBAs that drop that. that, that, that. Did, did you watch the last Terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I I I don't think I don't think a Super Bowl ad is the way to go. By the way. Um, <laughs> there are great stories out in the affiliates to tell, and, and I know that they're going to do more of that. By the way, if anybody hasn't looked at the content, you need to, it's hard to get into CrossFit's YouTube channel to be just because of the previous administration taking all of CrossFit social media down. It takes years to rebuild that, um, viewership and placement. But if you go to CrossFit's YouTube page, there are, there is some terrific content there. And I make it a point to reshare on our Instagram once a once a week something from the from CrossFit that they're posting, mm-hmm. and they're producing really good content. That's going to take the, you know, the, their marketing guy who's from uh, wherever he's from Pinterest or Facebook. And it's going to take um, Jay, Jake, Jay, 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 uh, 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 Jay Coons. It's going to take them a little while to to kind of get a feel for you know what's going to really work for the affiliates, um, but their knowledge and relationships in that arena, I think, are super powerful for us because it's not a Super Bowl commercial that's going to drive people in, but it's going to be really effective storytelling through those channels. Mm-hmm. And I want a guy, if I'm done, I want guys that are knowledgeable with those channels and know how to work those channels and manage them and have relationships in there and can build relationships with those companies so that we get the the kind of visibility that we need to drive, uh, to support the messaging that we give in our affiliates. Um, That was a rant. No, it's good. Well, I mean, it's one of those things, like there's plenty of information from the past to use, right? Like pursuing access and, uh, you know, forging elite fitness. Don't need to change. You don't need to change the core values. Right. Uh, but you don't, um, but we also don't want to live in the past. Right. Like we talked about like nostalgia. Right. And it's like this idea of like, Oh, you know, people go crazy. Like with the, you know, (laughs) buff again, right. Or make America great again, whatever the tagline. Right. You're like, what, we're not great now. Or, like you want to live in the past, like you know, the idea is probably like, hey, let's take what works, what we know is great, and let's continue that. But we don't need to like keep changing it, right? Like we don't need no. to keep, you know, stick to the basics. That's the what's amazing. I had a guy uh, owns a business in the gym. Uh, he does like advertising type stuff, and he's like, uh, he had never read uh, Good to Great. You know, Jim Collins, the, yep. the book that was my first business book that somebody referred to me to. And he was, and it's like just that hedgehog concept, right? Like, get in your lane and do this well, 
right? And I mean, one, because of staffing and just everything else and the demands, that's all we've ever done is CrossFit class. Like we don't really, like we don't do a specialty class. We don't do this. We don't do a stretching. We've tried. We had someone that was a great yoga teacher. Guess what? Nobody came. Same, same here. Nobody came to yoga. They come to, they come to CrossFit to do CrossFit, right? Like, they're so that's it in as it is. They don't have that's, 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 the, that's the second tip for affiliate owners. One is talk to past affiliate owners or talk to other affiliate owners that have been here a while. The second thing is don't chase shiny objects. Stay stay in your lane and do it really really well. Yeah. Because I chase so many shiny objects. I, <laughs> do you know how many sandbags I have sitting outside my door right now? <laughs> don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting ready to read the Anything I leave them there to remind me, like don't buy stupid <laughs> stuff. Not don't gonna use that. I, I have a wife for that. What <laughs> to tell you that or to buy stupid yes. stuff? No, to tell to tell me that. Don't <laughs> buy stupid stuff. Do we really need that? The squat this the, the belt squat. Um Zia, what's 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 one more thing that you would tell um, affiliate owners, new affiliate owners, or um, affiliate owners. What, um, or the well? Yeah. Well, I want to say new affiliate owners. I want to say like the people that are just thinking about joining CrossFit right now. What would you? What What other piece of information would you give them? As an affiliate owner, yeah, as an affiliate. I would say. I, I mean, you you start your gym to help people, but uh, you just master the business side of your business yes it's just master That's that side it's not the fun side it's not the glamorous side and it's probably not the strength that you're holding because everyone opens a crossfit gym to be passionate about crossfit and to help people but again going back you're not going to help anyone if your door is shut so just do yep. the work become the best small business owner and then hopefully big business owner that you can possibly be. I, I think there are the, the, the affiliate people that were upset about the whole level two thing. I think they're right on one level. Like the level two is not going to help make you a better business operator. It will teach you the value, reinforce the value of the CrossFit methodology and help you deliver that methodology in a more meaningful way that will retain your customers Correct. longer, but it won't do the business side. And that was something I actually, I told Don too, is that if there, is there some sort of business training program that can be, you know, a, either a requirement or an option for certification for affiliate owners um, so that they can learn those things, you know, what to look for in a lease. What does triple nets mean? I'm going to get a loan. What does that, what does that mean? What is, you know, what does paying interest mean on a loan? You know, how many members do I have to have? What's my attrition rate? I, you know, the big thing to me that was a surprise, you guys, that I've learned over the years is the attrition rate is how many customers leave you that you don't even know about. And, and, and man, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. What this year we're having a great year, yeah. but this year I'm net net the same as I started the year. We, but we've introduced probably, 150 people into Diablo. That means 150 people left. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't understand that in the beginning when we did this. So if I want to grow, I've got to, it's, it's hard. And that's where a lot of fear and that's where a lot of anger, I think came out of this announcement. And it's the uncertainty of like, well, I don't necessarily think that I'm paying my bills now. Now, what am I supposed to do? 
Yes. Um, I think a lot of this reaction was fear of, well, I don't know my numbers. I don't know if I can afford this. I don't know because I do talk to a lot of affiliate owners and I do help a lot of affiliate owners and look over their finances and help them with their budgets. And nine times out of 10, you know, the first questions I asked, what's your monthly revenue? What's your monthly overhead? What's your budget? Those three questions, they might be able to answer one, but you know what a hundred percent of them can answer? What is your friend time? I always like, ask, like <laughs> you know, and so that news of affiliate fees are doubling or more probably sent everybody into this like knee-jerk reaction of fear of like, well, I, I can't afford this. I can't do this. Well, you know, and that I think is where a lot of it came from. And I think that the newer affiliate owners or any affiliate owner, like if that you feel like down at the end of the day, that was your reaction. The reason for it, reach out to me. I'll, I'll look at your books. I'll set you a budget. It's, I come from finance. So for me, it comes easy, but the that average means. affiliate is not healthy. Well, not, uh, and, and I'm the one that is, is that I'm not finance oriented. That's why I, uh, Call Craig now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? And here's the thing. And this is where going, let's circle back. Here's the thing that you brought up earlier, Craig, about like CrossFit coming out and saying, like, hey, we need your help. If they said and and even like took applications and said, Hey, you know what? We need to run a CrossFit accounting course. And you're gonna get how about CEUs for your affiliate, right? Oh, so you know what? You don't great need, idea. You need to renew your level two. But you need to get this number of CEUs or even get to a ma max out the CEUs. But like you just get there with an accounting course, right? Not, not like you have, they're going to test you or whatever necessarily, but like go. But just basics. Basics, yeah. right? Oh, uh, how many, how many real estate brokers, commercial, residential, anything is in the CrossFit community apply. Guess what? For a nominal fee, hey, create this course. Great, here it is. It's all online course. And then owners, right? Affiliate owners only sign up for this, as Mike, you know, mentions here, like this is an OG masterclass. So they're gonna sign up for that masterclass in accounting, right? And you're gonna get CEUs for your affiliate, right? Like so then you know what? If I reach this number, if I maintain this number of CEUs, I don't have to do level two again. Like I've done it twice. I did it when it was coaches prep. And then I've done it as level two. Like, do I really need to do that again? Like, I, how about, yeah, like, give me the, oh, I got my lease coming up. Can I, uh, maybe I can take a, you know, commercial, a real estate CEU course or something. You know what I mean? Like, create these other types of things. Like, I don't know, that would, that would be. No, uh, I, 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 signed a, I signed a commercial lease in 2014. I didn't learn, learn from my first experience. I signed a commercial lease in 2014. To the, Alamo, at Alamo, a different yeah. location, a retail lease, and man, that thing, that thing almost took down the all of Diablo. That that yeah. lease, and and I remember, I remember, I remember telling a, I remember telling a member the story of the lease and what happened and why my rates just went arbitrarily up like immediately, and he said, "Well, the education is in the fine reading, the fine print. Yeah. The experience is what you get when you don't. When you do, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." But that's why the oh, affiliates you here to say, like, just give us a call. When the yeah. property is reevaluated or revalued, re uh, because the ownership changes hands or the trust that owns it or whatever, that happened to me. Somebody need, and so then, guess what? Oh, hey, your taxes just went up. 
you're like, wait a second, what? Yeah. You're like, well, it says in your lease that you are responsible for any increase. And you're like, oh my gosh. How many how many fillets do you how many fillets do you guys remember that got closed because of the noise thing? Right. Yeah. So they oh, signed. Still happens. I still see that. Yeah. Walk into yeah, walk into your potential location with a barbell loaded at 135 and throw that thing a couple times and sit and wait for a phone call. I think Austin actually <laughs> said that first. But like that yeah. is what you do. You don't just be like, oh, it should be fine. No, you sit there, you make a bunch of noise and you just sit and wait. Also, unpopular opinion, I know, uh, and I'm going to get a lot of upset things about this, but the L2 requirement to open affiliate, I think is valid only because when you open a new affiliate, well, who's this doing all the coaching? Yeah, but who's doing all of the coaching? They Usually as a like brand new affiliate, they are doing the coaching. Yeah. So I do not see the harm in having a new affiliate where the owner probably yeah. is doing a lot of the they coaching are. and yeah. training of coaches that they should be the master of their craft yeah. as the yeah. leader of that community. The, the ones that have been open for 15 years, I get it. They're, I mean, also, just get your hips at that point. But that is where I kind of agree with, if you're going to open an affiliate, you should be an L2. I, also, if you're going to open an affiliate and that $1,200 is the make or break, you are not ready to open your affiliate. That's a good point. I, would, I mean, I'm going to get a lot of hate on that, but. I, no, I think they do a little bit better vetting of the, you know, they say that you should be coaching for six months before you take the level two. Like come in with some skills. Uh, yeah. I mean, Agreed. both times I would go, the first one, coaches prep, people showed up with experience and generally were pretty good. Level The, the level two that I went to in 21, I mean, there was a couple, it was a big OG fest of Northern California. There was, that was a lot of fun. But like, um, there were some folks that you're like, you're, you're, someone puts you in front of people, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're like this, there's no way. Come on. Right. Like, no, that could potentially deter somebody <laughs> from opening an affiliate though. Right. <laughs> like if they go to their L2 and they're put on blast, was this, does anyone talk about how swishing the paper? <laughs> 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 Jacob, you just won the best comment. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, no software is going to – don't believe the hype of the, that software is going to help your retention. That's ridiculous. Nobody stays or leaves your gym because of which software you have. <laughs> this, is a, this is Tim's claim to fame. Claim to fame, Zia. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, sorry, but, Jamie, no, Jamie I, we to, interrupted to, you. To the, uh, to the point of the L2, I think like if you require an L2 and you're looking to open an affiliate and you go through the process, you do your L2, and then you kind of get owned on how to coach people, that could maybe deter somebody from opening an affiliate right away. Like Maybe they'll go and, hey, maybe I join this affiliate down the street and maybe try to get some coaching under my belt there and then move on. But to what Zia said, you know, the fact that one of the things that we always hear and that I've personally have always heard is like why you can only go to a you go you can go to a, a one weekend event and then you can open, open up a affiliate. business, yep. right? Which is great. But at the same time, that maybe somebody from an outside in doesn't have the same perspective of like it's been a huge criticism. What, it's been a huge one. And yep. now that you have to experience how to actually coach, and I mean, now that there's also a test for the level two, you know, it it, it does kind of make it more credible. 
It sure does. So I, I, I like the level two as a, a requirement. I, I, I'm a, I would be interested to know if the coach that Zia had mm. um, at her recent yeah, whether they have their L2. Whether, whether they have their L2 yeah. or not. Yeah. That sounded like just more of a care thing, though. <laughs> like That sounded like they just I didn't mean, I, Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were a good coach. They didn't do any of it. Who knows? I mean, just... Levels are at now. I scaled and skipped things, and I was like, still, like, I can't do this workout. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. It made it up the day of, probably. But, probably. Well, Jamie, like, you know, we could just do, like, uh, somebody said, you know, in the comments, we could have, like, our own, uh, you know, start a start a page somewhere of our, like, you know, our approved cross of uh, gyms to, that we visited. Yeah. Like, like, like the Michelin thing, right? Like, what, what yeah, was like that? you said, right? Like, you know, put a... Giving out Michelin stars to the good gyms, you know. I t I told CrossFit to put on the affiliate map a little place where anybody can go to. Did you recently drop into CrossFit gym? We, we'd we'd like to hear from you. Kind of like a little mini yeah, message and, board, and it's and it, they don't have to publish those reviews, but it's just some like comments. Yeah, and then and then when they get those comments, like Zia could go in and make a comment, an anonymous co uh, comment about dropping in at the gym. That can get forwarded. All it does is just gets forwarded to the owner. Yeah. It's just an easy way to to police the process. That is a really easy way to help increase the right. the quality and control. I, and I think the other one, like you know, I think if with the L two, is when the L two instructors are coaching the L two, <laughs> is they make sure they make a note of anybody that cried and they aren't allowed to open an affiliate. <laughs> Get a check mark next to if it. you cry. That's our boss. We're, we're gonna give you your L two, but you are not allowed to open it because <laughs> you're gonna cry a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that you're gonna have to toughen up just a little bit. Well, you know, you mentioned the another thing I was just thinking of, and kind of keen on what Zia said about like um, having new affiliate or people, somebody wants to start an affiliate, talking to you know experienced affiliates, um, and this was a big help. I pulled this. I've used this concept a lot for myself, mostly um, is that. Don't think of it like you're competing against this affiliate, right? Like maybe, you know, and it might be easier like for me and Craig, you know, because we're across the bay from each other, right? Like we can talk to each other and we're not really threatened. There's no threat, right, right at all. Um, but if you think like you're competing with this affiliate, right? So you're competing with these other affiliates to fight metabolic disease or obesity or whatever it is, right? Like these kinds Same of things. Team. And so then it's like, it's way more of that team concept. So then, but in, and I say that because I'll credit my wife. She told me that going to the games, maybe the first or second time as a master, she's like, you know, don't think of it as competing against them because I can't physically change what they do. I can't impact their workout unless I like throw my barbell at them or something like that or kick them when they're on the rope or whatever. Right? Like pull them back when you run by them. Pull the mat, yeah, like you know, you know, kick their jump rope out of the way and it gets tangled up and I drag it down the lane. But other than that, I can't affect them. Right. But I can use them, yeah, just them being there competing to make me better. Yeah. Right. And so then, you know, Jason being a mile away, guess what? Makes me better. Yeah. Right. Uh when we first moved here, there was three of us within a one mile radius. You know, I mean, and but we all had different 
uh, you know, strengths and different models and different yeah. you know, abilities. When, so, I, when I hear about Ukiah owning their own building, it fires me up. It does. It makes me want to figure out how I'm, I can do that for us. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No question. It's the coolest thing ever. We make it. Yeah. It's the same thing in class. You look across the room and you see someone going, you're like, man. I want to push myself. Yeah, you don't ever want to wish somebody like, I hope they miss this lift. Like that's right. You get juiced when somebody makes the lift, and yes. then it's like, well, now I gotta go and do it. We did I did Hollyman on yeah. Sunday. Chris yeah. McCreary said Chris McCreary warmed up to and he he he's been gaining strength. And he yeah. did one he got to 185. And he's he's like, been doing the barbell class. Yeah, he oh yeah, that's what Yvonne said. And and so he he did 185 and he's like, I'm gonna do 185. And I was planning on doing 165. And I looked at him, I was like, son of a bitch <laughs> i do it was pretty great because i did my first so i warm, warmed all the way up and i hit 185 and i was like i hit it I'm like fuck you chris mccreary <laughs> but I knew it, it was awesome oh, wow. how long did it take you 47 minutes <laughs> <laughs> a while but it wasn't the clean that was holding me back it was them handstand push-ups that by the way that is a great hero workout and, I love and it it it's uh, one of my favorites. It's it's because it's one three five handstand pushups, wall balls and heavy clean, and it is so cool because it takes a long time. You get into the doldrums. You have to do a lot of thinking about why you're there and doing it, and it's doable by everybody. You can scale for your community. I I told uh, our masters class because we kind of tested out our masters class that we want to do that. I want to do that workout for Diablo uh, community mm -hmm. sometime next year. Yeah, it's but I highly recommend people. Um, what else do you guys want to add today? You guys are, you guys are, by the way, we are caretakers of the forest, by the way. Yeah. Did you talk about that? Uh, a little bit. And it was, uh, by the way, caretakers of a forest was a document that was produced for, uh, the CEO of CrossFit at the time. That was, it was produced by the CEO of the cross of CrossFit at the in time. 2018, in 2018, it was just kind of a review of the world of CrossFit, yeah. uh, the, of CrossFit. It was kind of a, it's a white paper essentially. Like here's here's what we're doing. Here's where we're going. Here's what you know. Here's what the numbers are, and it's been now and it's been circulating around the CrossFit community. And and the idea being that we're not architects of a skyscraper. the The role of HQ, the role of HQ, is not to build a skyscraper, but to to be caretakers of the forest, and the forest being the community of affiliates. Mm -hmm. And I love that concept and that thinking. Like we're the ones that are growing and, and spreading. That's good. And then we want HQ to nurture it, so it enable us, so that we can grow and keep 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 away the the loggers and the yeah, not chop it all down. And uh, yeah, right. Just just enable us to 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 thrive. What was the um, Dr. Seuss book? The one, um, the Lorax. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and that's a it's a great way to think about it. We're not we're not building this high skyscraper here. We're we're expanding the forest. Mm -hmm. And it's the affiliates that are doing they're in they're with the indoctrination centers for the CrossFit games, for the certifications, for everything else. The, the, the affiliates have to thrive in order for this whole thing to grow. Mm -hmm. um, doing it online is, is do it together. Yeah. We're so together. against one another right now over this news. Like it happened, it's not going back. Let's Oof, move right. forward together and stop attacking. It's not us versus HQ. It's not us versus the people who disagree. It's just we're all in this together. It's happening to all of us. We got to move forward and to preserve the methodology and the, the community. Methodology. And let me let me tell you what. Community. All of this, none of this continue. You, th if this thing breaks up in any way or or 
for some reason or other that, you know, it splits and people leave and go join another faction. This whole thing goes to shit. The whole thing. And, you you know, and everybody can think, well, yeah, independently, yes, independently, you know, Diablo will probably be fine. You know, we would, you know, we'd be fine without it. But but we lose so much global momentum in that happening and it becomes a not fun place to be. And and we we, we the, the cure against uh, the cure for chronic disease is is lost. All of it is it, it turns it'll turn into one big, ugly freaking mess. And nobody wants that. And if you're attacking CrossFit from the sidelines, fucking stop it. Mm-hmm. Like this is the decision that's been made. Don Fall is is a smart man. If you're worried about him, figure out how to get in contact with him and have a conversation with him. I I can assure you that you will be your confidence will be restored. And and we need to trust him to to manage the private equity board that that it has an interest in growing the value of the company, which is aligned by the way, with all of us as their value grows. So do the value of each of the affiliates and the pocketbooks of the owners and the salaries and incomes of all of the coaches. And then we're able to do more with that as a result, curing more chronic disease than ever before. So stop and, 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 and lighten up on Yeah, Let's collaborate. And same team. Yep. All on the same team. And so that uh, gotta move on. The three the three messages, the three messages for new affiliate owners, talk to talk to one of these guys. Talk to Zia, talk to Tim, talk to me, talk to your affiliate owner down the street that's been there a while. Talk to send him a message. I'm meeting with someone on Friday at the affiliate that sent me an email message wants to have coffee. Me, I got time for coffee. Mm-hmm. And then uh and to do that. The second thing is Tim said uh, don't chase shiny objects. Z has done it. I've done it. I've done it. Jamie did it. We've all done it. Um, to just it, what CrossFit works. Keep run really, really good CrossFit classes, and let Cross and trust CrossFit. They're going to do some. Their the expectations are high for them now. That's three. They're going to deliver. Trust no, Cross, CrossFit is three. Well, no, that's just okay. That's part, part of two. Part of the, <laughs> the, the 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 third one. What was our third one? We had one, two. Now you I think got, Zia had three, right? Yeah, Zia was the third one. Oh, uh, what was your third? Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. That third one is the most important one. That should be, be almost number one. Be a good business owner. That's right. To, to go, to, if, if CrossFit doesn't offer a certification for it, go online, watch a class, go take a class, go to community college. There's resources. There's resources. It, you, you don't think it, you think it'll be a waste of time. You know, first, your first, you know, couple hours of class, master, a master class online, you'll be like, oh, and then you'll get in. You're like, what? <laughs> Uh, learn how to learn learn what your balance sheet is and what your PL is and how many customers you need mm-hmm. and go from and there. If you don't know what those are right now. Yep. Talk to affiliate owners. Don't chase shiny objects. <laughs> it's time to figure it out. Talk to affiliate owners. Don't chase shiny objects. That's what and run a good bit and run and and know how to run your business. <laughs> All right. You guys, thanks for the time today. I appreciate yeah, it. We went a little you. long and we were a little late. I apologize. Um it's, it was fun. It was a great conversation. So you're welcome. We'll, we'll see you. you. We'll see you again soon. I like to, uh, once a month if you guys are down for it. I'd love to. I'd love to to kind of repeat this. It's a fun. It's yeah, always fun to rad. talk to you guys. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Right on. Till next Have time. Have a good one. Right. Cheers, guys. See ya.